Welcome to Real Nerds. I'm Ian. With me is James. I'm not going to introduce him because we have someone here more important. We have the father of our number one fan, Tom Sullivan. Alex was his son, and he is here to share stories with us and his love for comics and movies as well. So, yeah. Tom, thank you for joining us today. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> we're, we're really excited. Um, so, we met three weeks ago at a Mile High Comics auction, and one of the cool stories you mentioned was when... Alex was about to be born. You were actually picking out comics at the time. We were that, yeah, that day. I, I, I was telling you. Well, of course, we were at Mile High Comics, and I, we were talking about the Mile High Two collection that they came out with. Mm-hmm. And so I think that was like eighty four, eighty five when they started to do that. And so this was the store that was on um, Broadway. And that was the one was actually one of their bigger stores. So that was the one that we would go to. Uh, Alex was born on a Saturday, and so Terry and I were out shopping. Uh, apparently, she told me she went to a wedding that morning, hmm. and I was working nights and and stuff at the time. I was driving a truck for the Denver Post, so I worked nights and got off of work about six thirty in the morning. So I would go to bed, and so then she went to a wedding, and then she came home from the wedding, and I said, "Well, let's go to the comic store." So we went, and there they had everything, you know, on the walls, and uh, you know, I was just checking off my Spider Man list and my <laughs> Avengers list, and you know, and you had to pay a little bit more for them because Always. these were these. Yeah, number one, it was my like comic, number two. He put them in like a Mylar with a little certificate on them. So, boom, I bought them and, uh, you know, put them in my collection. And actually, it wasn't until just this past year that I've started to get some of them graded with CGC mm-hmm. to know that on the back of that, that certificate, there was actually more writing. I had never reached in and pulled the little certificate out oh, to look at it. Crazy. I have one of those. Right. If if you pull it out, I mean, on the front, it's got the seal mm-hmm. and all of that kind of stuff. But you pull it out, there's more. It really? explains it more on the back. And I, I didn't know that until I, I sent it to CGC and they sent me the certificate. They won't put the certificate in with, with the grading in, in the encapsulation. Mm-hmm. Huh. They'll, you know, they sent it back to me and I was like, Oh, wow. (laughs) And I mean, here it was. I mean, it's like, you know, you know, 25 years later, I'm reading the other half of the story, (laughs) you know, that's on it. I I had no idea. Yeah. I just thought it was the front. It says this is the best possible quality they saw of this specific issue. Right. Mine is Marvel Tales number 29. Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we picked up a couple, you know, I had picked up a couple, you know, that day and we did some other stuff. And then all of a sudden she, you know. Later on, where I was timing her, and I wasn't being honest with her as to how long the, the, the time was between the contractions, because I was grilling up some hot dogs so I could have something to eat before we left. So, so I actually got the hot dogs grilled and eaten, and then I looked at my watch. I said, "Yeah, maybe we should call over to the hospital and, and see." And then when when they did, they were like. Come now. You know? <laughs> so, so luckily it was it was at Rose Medical, and we lived at Second and Colorado Boulevard, so it was just a little short, you know, drop, you know, yeah. to, to get her over there. And she ended up doing it so quickly, you know, that we had him. Uh, you know, Alex was born that that night, like at eleven o'clock or so. And then I got to, I went home that night, went to sleep, got up about seven o'clock in the morning, went back to the hospital, and there they have her already. She's in a in a chair. She's waiting for me. 
me at the front <laughs> really? door and it's let's wow. go home so wow. i bring the two i mean i didn't even I, we were in and out of there so fast i don't even get that that little picture you know that they take of the kids in, mm-hmm. in there you know the the one where they try to get you to buy more pictures but yeah. they give you the little sample one there i didn't even get that one <laughs> because i wasn't in the hospital long enough for it to even develop <laughs> like, well, see you later <laughs> I mean, we had alex you know quicker than it took them to you know to develop his picture yeah. <laughs> wow so that's yeah that's yeah. hilarious so you know you hear the stories about you use you time an egg to you know line stuff up in your case it's a hot dog <laughs> <laughs> right yeah. right yeah that's too funny it was a fun day so um we'll backtrack a little bit because you're such a huge comic book collector and what got you into comic books because um when i was talking to alex outside of mile high he told me that you were the one who really got him into comic books and I mean, he had a list, and it was, this is what I want, and this is what I'm looking for for my dad. Right. And so I thought that was a cool story. I didn't know if you had a story with you that you had somebody that kind of got you into comics, and you kind of did the same thing with them. Because I didn't. I'm the only one in my family that reads comic books. Right. So uh, I'm just curious if how that started. Well, my, uh, well when uh, my dad was in the service uh, when, when we were growing up, so we moved around a lot. And... Uh, during the uh, early 60s. So this was the beginning of, of Marvel. Mm-hmm. I mean, this, yeah. is, this is 62, 63, 64, that kind of stuff. We were over in Holland at the time, and so we would get to go to the, uh, you know, we would get our allowance. And, I mean, big allowance to us was like a quarter, okay? Mm-hmm. And about a quarter, you could get two comics. I mean, <laughs> the for good a quarter, old days, right? right, for a quarter, <sighs> we could go to the movies and get, you know, a bag of popcorn and still have money left over from going going to the movies so we would take ours and there would there was a newsstand on the base and that's where you could get american newspapers and i mean it was you know it was a military mm-hmm. it was a it was a military base so you could get newspapers and magazines and all of that kind of stuff so in there was the rack of comics and so we would go in and buy you know the the new comics well i think my mom one of her sister's husbands collected comics or something and my mom tells the story about going over to their house and he had them piled up next to his easy chair Mm. and she was like you kids are not going to have piles of those in my house (laughs) so it was okay so we could read our comics but we couldn't have a pile of them so we would take them they also then had a thrift store so you could take your comic to the thrift store and you could trade two of yours for one of theirs. Or you could then buy theirs from them and then they would be like a nickel or, or 10 cents. So we could go through stacks of them there and, and use our quarters in there and buy a bunch of them. So I never got to keep them. Mm, you know, wow. we got to read them and reread them and pass them back and forth. But it was never a point where, I mean, like when we came back from Holland... I didn't have a box of comics, but I bought Amazing Spider-Man number one right off the rack for yeah. 12 cents. I might even have gotten it for a nickel, you know, Crank. because I got it, you know, <laughs> you know, the same thing. You know, we read all of the beginning, you know, and of course, then we were in the military. So we were reading. I mean, we read Sergeant Rock and uh, Nick Fury in the house. That's why when in, in the Captain America movie that came out. I, I was watching it with Alex, and, and here they come through, and there's Dum Dum Dugan. <laughs> and I'm just laughing, going, yes! And Alex is like, 
who is that? <laughs> and I said, he's going to have the Howling Commandos with him. This is cool. You know? And there they were. So that's, you know, so we collected them, you know, but, but we couldn't save them. And then as, as growing up, you know, we were aware of them and we bought them and all of, all of that kind of stuff. And I think it was more so when I ended up getting out of the service. So I'm like 21, 22. Again, I'm in like a, 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 a supermarket or something. And there's the spindle of comics. And I was always, you know, and this was this. So this would have been mid 70s when they had those cheesy spider-man movies mm-hmm. with that uh that you know where the one where he would shoot the webs and it would be like a glob and boom it would pin someone to the i mean i think yeah. they made them over in japan or something <laughs> like that and then there was a crazy show that was on tv that was a spider-man show so i was into spider-man and i remember looking at the spindle and there was spider-man comics there and it was like cool you know these were the 35 centers so mm-hmm. it's like all right Boom, bought a couple of them, bought a couple of them. And then it was, there's flea markets. Start going to the flea markets, started picking up. And then it was like, oh, yeah, I can get these ones. So I was buying everything that had Spider-Man on it. So I bought the Marvel Tales, Spider-Man, you know, Team Up. I bought, uh, you know, Amazing Spider-Man, anything that had Spider-Man on it. And then whoever was on the covers on, I remember... The first time there was an Amazing Spider-Man, uh, the arcade, where he's fighting arcade, and all of a sudden the X-Men were in it. Yeah. And I had never read the X-Men before, and I didn't know what it was. So it was like, oh, cool. Who are these X-Men guys? So then I was <laughs> buying you know, buying X-Men. So this is X-Men probably 120s around there or so, and then it's yeah. like, wow, new X-Men, and boom, boom, boom. Yeah. You know, we can go back and, and pick up the, uh, the old ones. The most amazing part of that story is that in 12 years, the price of comics went up 10 cents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. There you go. Yeah. I mean, 60, I mean, it's a 12. Like, yeah, I think the first ones that when I'm, you know, entering back into it, it's 35 cents. My brother has a box of comics and I, I, I found these out a couple of years ago and he was a Conan collector. Mm. So he has all of them. So he's got all of these, 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 these comics. And then all of a sudden the pile stops. And I said, what what happened? What what why why didn't you get any more? He said, "Can you believe it? They went to forty cents. I'm not paying forty cents." <laughs> and now and they're four dollars. And that was it. Yeah. you know that was it. And that was the end of his Conan collection. And now it's something you got to budget into your into your paycheck. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it's interesting because I've been reading a lot of um, comic book creator stories lately, and they have the kind of the same story where there are kids, you know, around um, a lot of them are World War II kids, and they collected comics, but they never saved them. And then they went to college or the military, and when they got out of the military, they kind of rediscovered their love for these comics, and that's kind of funny. It must have been a pretty normal thing back then where you couldn't really keep them as a kid, but as you got older, you kind of rediscovered exactly what you were looking for, and that's awesome. I've heard that story kind of similar, but in a different way. those that's those are the ones that always amaze me is those ones where you know now you find in those 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 pristine collections oh, yeah. where there's that one kid who went down there and went through the whole pile and then they were they were putting them either in bag you know in 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 some kind of an envelope or something and stacking them up under his bed or something I mean I never thought of anything like that and it was I, again I I think my mom said you're not going to have a pile of them in this mm-hmm. house. And yeah. so it was like, well, we read them all. I mean, I knew all the stories. I knew how Daredevil started and the, the FF, how they started and, and all of that. But I, I can't show you that this is where I read it because I had to 
traded in. Uh, no. That's a great story. I mean, I, I mean, I know my specific time when I fell in love with comic books, and it's always fun to read other people because I think comic books uh, have a bad stigma of being, you know, super kid friendly, and um, but a lot of times it teaches children to read and understand issues that you would never even yeah. think about. You know, um, you know, my favorite story is the death of Gwen Stacy, and how do you deal with that kind of weight? And a lot of people don't know that the story is that she died because of Spider Man, and uh, people don't. I expect the emotional impact of them. And so I think that's why they resonate so well with me. Yeah. And uh, being the only one in my family that collected them, I was teased and ridiculed my whole life <laughs> because I, I love Spider-Man. And uh, my brothers are these big jock guys. And they say, oh, well, you know, play football, and which I did. But I still loved Spider-Man. I never hit it. I was never embarrassed by my Spider-Man collection or anything. And now I'm laughing all the way to the bank. that I'll, I'll, I'll never sell them. <laughs> my wife always teases me. She says, I said, oh, you see my... Uh, this, I don't know, I have some Spider-Man, and I was like, this one's worth 700 bucks. She says, it's worthless, because you're never going to sell it. Yeah. Right. I said, but it still gives me solace to know that this is an expensive comic book. Right. And so, yeah, so it's that's an awesome story. Um, well, that's, uh, with, with with the selling of them and stuff, it's, my, my father passed away uh, uh, about three years ago, and I'm seeing my mom, I mean, all of the, my dad, you know, liked uh, big bands and... Uh, um, you know, so he's got all of these records and these autographs and all of this kind of stuff. And now my mom's having a, a difficult time because this wasn't anything she was interested in. And so she's having a difficult time, you know, not not not, not getting rid of them, but trying to yeah. see what, what they're kind of worth and, and mm-hmm. then not to just, you know, to find somebody. And so yeah. that was kind of my idea here lately why I've started to get, you know, some of my comics, you know, graded is because... If it, you know, when it happens, I don't want anybody to then have, you know, she's not, you know, certainly my daughter or, or, or my wife who's still going to be around, you know, going to argue with somebody, yeah. you know, is this VG plus, oh, is yeah, this yeah, yeah, yeah. near mint minus and, <laughs> and all of this kind of stuff. And, and is it worth 500 or is it worth 1200? She's going to have it graded. There mm-hmm. it is. There's the whole ball game. And now we can start from there. So there's, I mean, it used to, I mean, it's fun between us. Yeah. When yeah. we're looking at our comics. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this one is, no, you know, and then someone shows you, well, that corner's got a little ding. And, and I'm seeing that little crease there on the bottom. And we can, you know, dicker back and forth on what <laughs> yeah. the value is. But I don't want, you know, my wife or my daughter to have to, you know, dicker with somebody. You know? Oh, yeah. Because, you know, too, um, someone might take advantage of that, you know. I mean, I, I if, you know, I'm not saying that. There's nothing like that in the comic book industry. No, not no, at all. No, no, no. So, but the good thing about it is that if they are expensive issues and they are well-graded and all of that stuff, you know that the person who's going to get them is getting them because they really love that thing, right. you know. Like, maybe they're a collector and maybe they're doing it for money, but most of the time, it, like, if they're collecting oh. comics, it's because they love comics, well, no. Then maybe they can also make some money on it, yeah, too. Yeah, that's but. the thing that sucks. We went, I went to... Were you there with me? To, at the, uh, Brad can't talk because he has a mic, but we went to a Mile High auction, and oh, the, yeah. there was a dude there, and there was this... Uh, it was... No, it was you, and they had... It was, I think, the first appearance of Mysterio in this lot, and... Um, this guy kept on bidding on all these comics. I'm like, this guy, but he's just getting all the expensive ones. Uh-huh. Yeah, and uh, he's getting the stuff that Chuck points out. Yeah, that, that Chuck would point <laughs> out. And so the whole, it gets to this um, lot, and he doesn't pick the first appearance of Mysterio. So it, it, instantly in my head, he's, I'm like, this guy doesn't know anything about comic books. He's picking the stuff that Chuck said, but Chuck didn't mention that this was a first yeah. appearance of Mysterio, Amazing Spider-Man 13. Oh. Didn't mention it. Didn't say anything about it. So then um, they did a drawing at the end. And they pulled his name out of the drawing, and yeah. one of the issues was that 
comic and he says oh oh that looks like an expensive one i'll take it and then i was talking to him afterwards i said wow man you got the first appearance of mysterio that's really cool and he said oh yeah i'm just gonna sell them dude i'm here you know a huge spider-man fan and i'd love to get those kind of issues but this dude is just there to turn around and make money off of them. Sure, filling mm-hmm. in holes. I mean, yeah. that's what we always do. Exactly. Yeah, I need that one. Well, way to <laughs> undermine my happy-go-lucky statement about people loving comics, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So, uh, you're a big Spider-Man fan. Do you have a favorite issue of Spider-Man that you read it and you you say, you know what, this is this is the issue that defines the character to me. And this is what I hate. If uh, someone asked me what's the Spider-Man signature moment, it would be this issue right here. Oh, you know, I don't. I mean, I, I that, that's what what I like is the character. Mm-hmm. I mean, and as I mean, and, and that's what they say. I mean, you know, you you could be Spider Man. Sure. You know, mm-hmm. if you had this, it's not like you know. I was talking to someone about you know, I've never been really a big Superman fan because yeah. Superman is can do who can beat Superman. I mean, <laughs> no it's way. like yeah, right. no one can beat Superman, so I can't you know relate to him. Whereas. Batman, you know, if I had a huge tragedy and wanted to, you know, get into my innermost darkness and stuff and, and wanted to hook up with Liam Neeson and those guys and <laughs> get myself all rocked up, then, you know, I could I could do that. But, um, I mean, does the, the Spider-Man ones are, are just, uh, you know, I mean, it's the whole character, yeah, the, whole, the whole thing. I mean, I can't, you know, it's the one moves on to the next, you know, on to the next. I will tell you that I really enjoyed, and this I caught on to later on, was the ultimate uh, Spider-Man storyline. Yeah. I mean that that for I mean and I that was just picking up the the trade of of the first you know five issues and it was and that just seemed so fresh to me. It was just like here he is. He's starting all over again. Yeah. And it was you know g- you know going back to when I was a kid. You know and and as you're a kid and you're reading that stuff. You're not realizing, you know, how how fresh this is. Now I'm an adult and mm-hmm. I'm reading. Well, I, I play one, and you know, <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah. But um, you know, I'm reading that ultimate one, and it's like, oh, here it is. He's in high school and he's doing all of this, and I can really appreciate, you know, how it was. So, you know, when that one, uh, well, maybe maybe one of the the most influential ones was then when they killed Peter Parker in the yeah. Ultimate Story. Oh my line. gosh, I cried. I, I think I did. Too, I know. I know we had talked about yeah, that before, and I was remembering sitting there reading that, going, "No, I mean, because I really, really liked him. Yeah, you I know, Peter I mean, Parker. yeah, I mean, and 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 Aunt May is 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 much better in in that story. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Way than, better than the 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 ones that we have to read. You know, yeah. I mean, oh, it's just I like, fainted. <laughs> right. She has right. she has agency in that book. Yeah, she is her own character. Right, yeah. right, and and they've moved her on. You know, with the new one mm-hmm. now, I guess, she's just gone over to Miles there and given him all of his web shooters. So yeah, here you are. I haven't read that issue yet. Oh, no, sorry, <laughs> spoiler. <laughs> spoiler. <laughs> But, so. but yeah, no, I agree, you know, because uh, he's such a great character. And, yeah. you know, it's not Spider-Man. It's Peter Parker, who Peter Parker is as a person. Right. And, it's not, and yeah, that ultimate, when he sacrificed himself and he beat the goblin, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. And then you can't tell at the end, is the goblin still alive because he has a smile on his face? And, right. Like, you right. bastard. Right. Well, and what's special about that run is that, like, when Bendis started it, he, he had... He knew that, okay, the idea here is good enough that it can carry its own story. It's not like those original Spider-Man issues where it's like, well, hopefully people like Spider-Man, but just in case they don't, how about we have him go up in space and save a spaceship because kids like <laughs> spaceships too. Like, Amazing Spider-Man you know, number one. Wow. Those, right. Nice reference, James. Well, right. I'm, yeah, no, I know. I, <laughs> right. I've read it. Um, 
And it's weird. Those early issues are kind of weird. They are, but you um, know, those early issues start hitting their stride, I think, around issue 12. Mm-hmm. Because then it goes Mysterio, then the Green Goblin, yeah. and then I think it's Craven, and then the Green Goblin comes back again, and they start doing this mystery, and Peter Parker getting a job at the Daily Bugle, and right. uh, you can yeah, see all the, the seeds. Yeah. Um, well, I think then they knew that they weren't going to get canceled the next week. Right? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, he exactly. was going to keep his own. I mean, those. I mean, I've heard those those stories about you know why they have tales to astonish. I mean, because they 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 were getting the the, the publishing of Marvel was being done by DC. And so they could only, they only had so many slots. They would only do hmm. eight books for them. So they had, you know, a Submariner character, which is a great character. And they had a Hulk character, which was a great character, but they each couldn't have their own magazine. Right. So they had to put them oh, together. Wow. And, and so that's why they, you know, had all of those. So then it was here we, you know, had, you know, Spider-Man and you had to see, are we going to be able to keep this, this title going? And I think, Probably, like you say, right around 12 or 14. Then you see Tales to Astonish. That breaks off into a, a Submariner and a Hulk, you know, magazine of, of their own. Same thing, uh, uh, let's see, well, there's there's Captain America and Iron Man. They get to break off and get their own, and they don't have those those dual titles anymore. Yeah, and, that's awesome. And, and that's, that's when all of that, that stuff happens. I didn't know that. Um, yeah. I didn't either. I, I, think that's, I, I think I got that from Chuck Rosansky at a Mile High uh, um uh, comics uh, auction there. He, he yeah, he's he's up. really knowledgeable about oh, it. Oh yes, I mean that. Yeah, yeah. He's he's fun to listen to. Right. Um, if you've seen that Comic Con movie, he's really good at it. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I haven't seen that one yet. Oh, you yeah, gotta check that yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. really good really at cool. it. Yeah. Um. So now we'll flash forward again. Thanks for the history. Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no. Thank you. I I, I kind of went backwards, but we'll go forward. And we read a story in the newspaper um, about the Rocketeer, and that was the first movie that. It's you, the first. It, that uh, one, you can yeah. tell the story. I, I know. I kind of know the story, but uh, James is a big Rocketeer fan. So nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, that's that's Megan had and, and, and Megan had said this. Alex's sister had said this. Oh, only several weeks before you know everything happened, and she said to me, she said, "The Rocketeer is the first movie I remember." Wow. I mean, Megan is is one of these people who, thank God, we took pictures. Okay, because she can't seem to remember any of her childhood, you know, and it's like, you know, we'll show her once, look, you're laughing, apparently you were having a good time, (laughs) you know, I mean, you know, and she'll be like, yeah, okay, you know, but but so for her to say, you know, The Rocketeer was, was the first movie that she ever remembers going to see, it was like, Oh, all right, cool. You know, so yeah, yeah that was. I mean, it was I, as I told the story about. You know, they had the, the special Pizza Hut deal and all of that kind of stuff, and we went and saw the Rocketeer and went to the Pizza Hut, and they didn't have the deal, and they were all disappointed. But we had a pizza in anyway, and, <laughs> and so uh, yeah, so I mean, we of course when it came out on on VHS, we bought it and used to watch it all the time, and oh. and I know Alex, you know, Alex had an extensive. If you guys had ever gotten the chance to go over he has an extensive dvd collection and he you know buys all of those the ones that you know we had in vhs he, yeah you know would, would rebuys them and had them in in uh, in dvds and and you know he's got all of that stuff but yeah yeah we we, we watched the rocket again it was on alex's birthday that yeah. we went to see it and then you know we watch it all the time i actually was on tv i think uh, just a couple of weeks ago and you know, yeah, we had to stop what we were doing and watch Rocketeer. So, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and it was one of those things where when we when we when I read that story in the newspaper and it was just like 
how did we not get to talk about this? Because, like, like at DCC, that was one of the things that I was hunting down was I was looking for those for those Rocketeer issues, and I had I I had a I got a few things and little bits of art and stuff like that 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 I got there, but it was just like ah. Uh, no, if he'd been at the con longer, we could have talked about this, and I could have showed him the cool stuff I got. Oh, but yeah. so it was so. Yeah. Uh, that was one of those moments where I was like, "Oh, this is this is heavy." Yeah, um, I started up with you know with the new Rocketeer stuff that's coming. Oh out. yeah, I've uh, I've and I, I was familiar with him during the day, but Dave Stevens. Oh you know, yeah, all of his artwork. Yeah. I mean, and it's I mean, it's just and so of course he's the guy you know who was the creator of the Rocketeer yeah. as the little backup story in Star Slayer. Of course, mm-hmm. we got Star Slayer, you know, when it, when it came out, and there's the little backup stories of Rocketeer, and now mm-hmm. they've done all these great things and collected you know all of that stuff, and now there's you know I think it's into its third little mini series of the of the new rocketeer mm-hmm. and uh so it's the same you know storyline and then you're getting all of these great new covers you know that that dave stevens had done yeah. and so that's yeah. you know those are that's and there's there's a section there at cgc of dave stevens covers and you can you know um you know when you get those and get them graded and there you know there's a competition you know who's got the best graded dave stevens covers <laughs> you know and they have all of those and so I'm, I'm picking up different ones and that's the last time i was at mile high i found you know an alien worlds four and it's got you know it's a you know there's some alien and of course this you know great looking woman there and they're fighting over over something and that's a dave stevens cover oh wow Picked that cool. up for a buck yeah. So, you know, so yeah. And it's crazy because he's one of those guys that like he's I wouldn't call him an unknown, but he wasn't a guy that was like a like a Jim Lee or somebody like that who was really exploded. It was just like especially the Rocketeer and how iconic that was that made him sort of a name. And then you know, but he's still the fact that like he was just doing random covers here and there. Right. It's just crazy. Well, he was a big big uh, Betty Page fan. Oh yeah, and he did all of the Betty. And I heard this story. I don't know if I told you this one. I heard this story about how he went and 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 he was drawing her so much and and was selling pinups and all of this kind of stuff. And then he actually met her, mm-hmm. and when he met her, she's down on her luck. She's, you know, you know, she's in an old folks' home or something to yeah. that nature. He went home, figured it all out, figured out how much money he had made from Betty Page pictures and pinups and stuff that he'd done over the time. He wrote her a check for half of the amount of money that he had ever made and gave it to her. No way. And then, and then he began to take care of her. I mean, to the point where he would come over to her house and take her, you know, to the grocery store. Yeah. You know, to get to get groceries and that kind of stuff. Wow. And he was friends with her until the day she died. Wow. Wow. That is so cool. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, but again, again, I mean, this isn't surprising. These are comic book people. This is the stuff that we find out. I mean, I, I was, I mean, the people at All Seas who are doing all of this great, you know, who who did the uh, the big event uh, called Aurora Rise. Yeah. They just, you know, the the comic book creators and the companies and stuff just inundated them with with uh, you know posters and 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 original art and and books and all of that and signed all of that stuff. Artists came out, you know, just you know on their own dime came out to sit in the store and and sign books for them. Like I told you, J. J. Scott Campbell was in the store yesterday. I mean, J. Scott Campbell is a monster in the industry, yeah. and there he is sitting there for three hours, you know, signing books. 
And all of the proceeds from that is going to the Aurora Rise Foundation, which they're using it to help out, you know, victims from the tragedy. You know, mm-hmm. and there's many of, you know, victims that are out there yeah. that, you know, maybe we haven't heard about that have, have mm-hmm. special needs and that organization's taking care of it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. you know, we found out at, at the Denver Con that everybody in the industry, the artists and the creators are the nicest people. Um, and it, it's kind of shocking because to me, they're people that you so respect and you're so used to hearing stories about celebrities or something being just buttheads. Right. But here you are with the comic book people and they're the nicest people in the world. They'll take time to talk to you. I mean, they took time to be on our podcast and, wow. um, it's just stuff like that, that it, the industry is so nice and, uh, it was really cool to be there and see that. And that they did that too is, is amazing. Yeah. Right. right. So you're a big Spider-Man fan. Yes. And. Alex is a big Nightwing fan. Yes. How, did he do that as a rebel to you? He's like, I'm going to go DC and you can stay with your Marvel with all their problems. Or uh, what, what happened there? You know, I, and that's well, while I was standing in line yesterday um, for waiting for Scott Campbell, a guy asked me that. And he, he said to me, he said, well, who was Alex's favorite character? And I said, well, it was Nightwing. And he said, really? Well, why would, why would Nightwing be his favorite character? And, and I said, you know, I, I think he just wanted to be a little different. Yeah. You know, I mean, because, you know, Nightwing is a very cool character. You have to read into it. You have, I mean, you could say to someone Nightwing and they don't might not know who he is. Right. But then you tell him, you know who, he, he's Dick Grayson and he's the first Robin and he grew up and all. And then they're like, oh, oh, yeah, that ice kind of cool. You know, and, and so... <laughs> I mean, it's easy to be. I mean, it's easy to be a Spider-Man. It is really easy to be a Spider-Man. I mean, we've got movies. We've got you know. I mean, you can go you know into any of the toy stores or the department stores, and there's Spider-Man knickknacks that we can always pick up, you know, and stuff. But boy, try to go in and get you know if if you want to do a a birthday party now for a little kid who might be a Nightwing fan, good luck. (laughs) You know, you're not gonna you're not gonna find any of that stuff. Whereas Spider-Man, you can. But I think Alex wanted to be. You know, it, it was it was someone that you na- then needed to ask him about. Yeah. You know, if you said I'm a Spider-Man fan, you know all about. It. But if I say I'm a Nightwing fan, you have to ask me why and who is he and and tell me about him. And Alex would love to do that. Yeah. He would tell you all about Nightwing and how he got started and where he lives and you know all of this kind of stuff. And then you know. There, there he is. He's in with you. <laughs> yeah. you know, and that's, that, I think, maybe is why. Yeah, you know, it was really easy to talk to him. Like I said, um, when I met him, it was just this weird thing. I mean, I, I, get, I got to Mile High Comics for the auction, and I'm grabbing all my real nerd stuff, and I, I run up there, and he's just standing in front of me, and uh, he says, hey, what's real nerds? And I was talking to him about it, and then uh, I said, oh, yeah, we do a comic book thing too, man. Who's your favorite comic book character? And he said, Nightwing. He's rocking an Avenger shirt. I said, Nightwing and Avengers? That's kind of different. He says, well, I like all comics, and my dad loves the Marvel stuff. I'm just here to get kind of that stuff. So it's kind of funny, and the easiest guy to talk to. Like, I'll never, I mean, there's just moments that I just cherish um, at the Denver Con when he came up and said our booth looked great, and uh, he didn't want to be on our show, though. I begged him to be on it, and he says, no, nah, yeah. I'm good. I, I don't know why he didn't. I I don't know if he, if he thought maybe he didn't have enough to tell you, or, or maybe I, I don't. don't know. I don't know what that was. Maybe he wasn't quite ready yet. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. it's fine. It, uh, he said he said maybe I'll be on it later. But what was cool is he came back with a sketch of Nightwing, yeah. and it was awesome. Right, and he he couldn't believe that he was able to find it. And I mean, it was. Amazing. Who did you get that sketch from? Do you remember? I don't even remember who he got uh, it yeah, from. Yeah, there's. I, I have that one. So it's uh, and and actually, I I bought a uh, um, 
a bookmark from the from the same guy, and uh, it was a uh, a phoenix uh, one. And then he finished drawing on it, and I, I'll have to look. It's like it's like B A something is the guy it was a yeah it, yeah. Well, what Alex was telling me is that he isn't even a Nightwing artist. He was just happened to. Right. Flipped through his portfolio and he saw, he found that he drew an awesome picture of Nightwing, mm-hmm. and he says, "I've never even heard of this guy, but look how cool this Nightwing is." Right, yeah. and so yeah, so it's just one of those lucky, you know, when you're a collector and you stumble upon somebody who does your favorite character, oh, and you had yeah. no idea that they drew it, and it's just a. Well, he told me cool the story thing. there at the Comic Con. He was going going by and he was looking at everybody's artwork and stuff, mm-hmm. and he was looking for you know pages you know that they might have, and he opened up one guy's and he had two Nightwing pages, and he was like, Alex was looking him all over, and he said, you know, I've never seen these, but he didn't know what what issue they were from. He says, I have every Nightwing. I don't know what issue this is from, and the, and the artist told him. He said that. Oh, oh, he says, these are practice pages. Hmm. These are ones that I've done myself for just, you know, like a storyline. And these are the ones that they send, you know, to companies oh. or he'll put in his portfolio to say, this is what I could do. So Alex was like, well, you know, are those for sale? And the guy said, yeah. So Alex bought one of the pages from the guy. And then he's walking around, you know, the rest of the of the con with with that page, and he's talking to some small independent, you know, uh, upcoming, you know, comic book company, and he's talking with them about their characters and and all of that kind of stuff, and he's got the 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 Nightwing page in his hand, and one of the guys looks at it, says, "Oh, what's that?" And he shows it to him. And he says, oh, I just got this from, you know, a guy over here. And he said, uh, wow, that's really cool. I, I like the way the guy did this. And, and you can see this shading and all of that kind of stuff. And Alex is like, well, here, I'll take you to him. <laughs> so he takes the guy who's, who's you know, got a company and is, is, is trying to put books out and takes him across the con over to the other guy who Alex has bought the, the page from. So he says, hey, this is him and this is him and... You know, hook up. He's like and an these agent. Guys are, right. right. <laughs> Give me 12%. <laughs> right. yeah. So he just hooked these guys up and said, here's a new artist for you. You know, and so then later on, you know, he ended up, so I ended, he, of course, gave me the guy's card, said, you need to go talk to this guy, you know, tomorrow when you go. And, of course, I went by and I said, oh, you know, I'm Alex's dad. And he said, oh, yeah, you be sure to thank him a lot. You know, I'm, I've, I've got a connection with a, you know, with a publisher and stuff. And so maybe something will work out. I said, uh, that's that's who he was. Oh, that's you know? so cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's how you found the Zach Howard art, uh, the, the 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 Nightwing Zach Howard art originally, right? I had, I'd seen that. I we'd seen Zach Howard at a at, at one of the not at this one, but but, but before. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I'm going through his his book of of stuff because I'm trying to buy you know any Spider Man pages and and stuff, and I you know I don't want to pay the you know the big prices for some of them i mean right. you know i mean i saw mike mccone was at that uh at the denver comic con he artist. had some right beautiful artists had some great pages i mean but i mean twenty five hundred dollars oh. you know yeah for a for a page out of a you know out of the avengers that he did it was like you know i'm i'm maybe in the 50 60 dollar range right, you know sure. i'd like to spend so i'm looking through zach howard's and stuff and so i said to him do you have any nightwing pages he's like yeah 
goes through. I mean, he, and he's got a pile that's like almost on the floor. This is the yeah. stuff, you know, that he's carried around forever. So he pulls it out, and it's like, yeah. And he had like three pages, mm-hmm. and he said he did these way back. I don't know what issue number they were. And I said, yeah, let me, you know. And of course, they don't have any. I mean, it has Dick Grayson in it, and 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 Alfred is in it, but it's not. There's no fighting. There's no. He's not in Nightwing gear or no. anything. So these are like $10 pages. That's so I said, yeah, give me one of those. <laughs> you know, so I took it and, and brought it home. Bang, gave it to Alex. He was like flipping out. you know. <laughs> so the next year when we go, Alex, zoom right over to Zach Howard. <laughs> You're the guy that did that did Nightwing. And he says, yeah. He says, you know, you and your dad are the only people who have ever asked me for a Nightwing page. And so Alex said, do you have any more? (laughs) (laughs) So he ended up having another page. So Alex ended up getting two pages, you know, off of, uh, off of Zach Howard from his Nightwing run. That's so cool. And it was great. Yeah. Because it's a, it's a one shot in like, I, I, after you told us that story at the con, I went and I bought them out of every issue of that, every copy of that issue that they had. Uh Uh, And it is, it's like a, a little, uh, maybe 10 page story in the back of an issue uh-huh. and, and it's just like it's called mud it's it's not like an action-packed you know right story yeah, he's uh, getting out of bed yeah Grayson's well, hurt. Ga- oh yeah, yeah oh that's yeah, okay yeah, yeah. he's yeah. actually like shot at the beginning or something um and so that's yeah he's not just waking up there's not like three pages of dick grayson waking up that <laughs> right. would be really that would be really bad um, or he's a great storyteller with his art and yeah, he can yeah. draw no, three the pages of waking up. <laughs> the art is really fantastic. Right. But uh but the story, horrible. Man. <laughs> yeah. No. yeah. Yeah. I just thought that was so cool. Uh and especially that again at DCC we uh, it's just the whole story it, it, there's there's too many weird crosses and too many, you know, it's like an episode of Lost, honestly. <laughs> it really is cuz you know, we ended up we we interviewed Zach Howard at the, at the con he was one of the people i was most excited to talk to right. and so then you tell us that story and i i was floored i about fell over when you were like oh yeah and, you know he's got this zach howard art for ten dollars <laughs> for right. ten bucks uh. right yeah that's why i was when i saw the picture I said, there's zach howard there's yeah, <laughs> yeah. we've talked to that guy he's cool <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so uh, alex had a huge love for movies too um because and he would tell me that you guys would go to movies all the time right um is there a movie genre that you guys specifically sought out to see? Was it action or was it just superheroes or was it just let's go see a movie every week because that's what we do too? And Right. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I, I think of mostly the comedies. Yeah. I mean, we love, you know, Caddyshack, uh, <laughs> Caddy uh, Night Shack. Shift, um, Fast Times, Ridgemont High. I mean, you know, Ghostbusters. We see all the Ghostbusters, you know, and we would see them so much and that we would just love to trade the lines, you know, yeah. so you just, it's constantly, you know, try, you, you, you try to watch it without him so that you could catch some other lines <laughs> that maybe he didn't know and then you then you could just say oh you don't remember that part <laughs> you know I'm the what fan. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really right i didn't right. raise you right yeah, yeah right yeah. right yes yeah so i mean that was it yeah it was all the cool you know the the comedies i mean bill murray movies uh, you know the chevy chase movies um uh yeah but uh, you know the action one too i mean we were always we went to the you know to the uh uh uh, the Raiders of the Lost Arks and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, we just, you know, 
saw them all. I mean, I don't remember going to too many dramatic movies. I know, I know we, didn't, we didn't go see Love Story or anything like that. Okay, but uh, hey, right, son, let's go see Serendipity. Right, today. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Although he, I, I, I mean, his sister is more of a uh, a John Cusack fan, and I know, and I know Alex, and I, I don't know that he has bought all of the John Cusack ones but we certainly well I guess say anything you know we've all seen that sure. you know numerous times and and I think he liked that but maybe he liked the uh what is the uh the assassin one where he's the oh, uh, point, um yeah, gross point, point blank. blank. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. see, that's, that one's more kind of funny, so yeah, you can right. see why he would gravitate. Because right. I'm even the same way, you know, I, I look through my movies, and I'm like, well, there's action, there's comedy, and then maybe after the first hundred, there's, oh, there's one romantic comedy that I could somewhat stand. Right. You know, it's like the Shakespeare and loves of the world I can watch. Right. Other than that, it's... It's but, done. but somewhere in that DVD collection, there might be a copy of Serendipity, I think is what we're saying. <laughs> I think so. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a magical story about right. two people and hot chocolate. That's all I remember from it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's too funny. Yeah, no, that's cool. Uh, man, I'm trying to think of other questions I have. James, you have questions? No, I, I covered all the stories I wanted to hear. <laughs> <laughs> Rocketeer, beginning Rocketeer. and ending. That's Rocketeer, yeah. Yep. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I still haven't gotten any of that stuff, and I was... I have to tell you, I was actually, I had had been screening the the eBay stores, and that was kind of my plan. I was going because you can buy. Someone has that stuff, you know the the little cup that you got, the the box that the that the little pizza came in, and the little um, I think there was a coloring book or or some kind of an activity book that came with it, and maybe a paper hat or something. That's what you got yeah. in the whole thing. And guys have that stuff on on eBay, really? and, you know, starting yeah. bid for you know twenty two ninety five or something like that and wow I, I i was i was looking at it you know 22 dollars and 95 cents right i mean yeah no oh yeah yeah you could get that whole Hold the on, whole little, go little package <laughs> yeah oh yeah yeah i mean i've been looking and they got the rocketeer watches you know that you know that that, that fossil made you know those are on uh. there uh all kinds of different things like that and that's you know alex kind of you know it wasn't a big watch um where but if you had something special yeah. you know he he would have worn it and so i was looking you know of course i i mean i didn't want to pay the 59.95 that they you know buy it now but right if i could have gotten it for you know for cheap 20 yeah cheaper get you a nightwing swatch for <laughs> 49 dollars <laughs> right yeah right. absolutely yeah. Yeah. No. So yeah. there's a couple of stories. Uh, I, I mean, if you feel comfortable telling, I mean, there's a story you told me about while he was waiting to see Batman about a little boy right. that oh, yeah. was really uh, special. And I, I hope you don't mind sharing that story again because it just kind of reiterates what kind of person he was. And right. And it's a great story if you don't mind telling it. Oh I, no, I'd love to no, hear it again. No, that's uh, he, uh, he. Alex went to the went to the movie with uh, with twelve. Uh, of his friends from uh, from Red Robin, the Red Robin that he worked at, and they had been planning this for quite some time, you know, to be able to go. And it was a bonus that it was Alex's birthday, and so it was great. We're going to get to go, and it was Alex's birthday, um, and they were all prepping for it and had you know bought the tickets all in advance. I heard from the the manager of the store that um, some of them had to work that day, so they were working, and others then went and got in line because apparently you have to line up. And then I think they let you in 
several hours early, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you don't they yeah. don't just let you in at eleven thirty or something. Yeah. You no, get to no, go no. in at nine or something like that, and and get your your seat. So that's Alex was assigned to the get in line, <laughs> yeah. you know, group and 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 save it. And then there was someone at work who went and bought all these monster drinks and got monster drinks for everybody <laughs> so that they would be all prepped up to go. Well, one of the the women that Alex worked with, she had a had an eight year old son who uh, she said was having, you know, had some learning problems. And uh, when she was talking to Alex about it, then Alex told her, you know, you know, well, I had, you know, some learning problems. I didn't read and write quite as well, you know, as I should, he said. But, you know, what I did do is, you know, you know, my dad would, you know, get me to reading comics and we would read aloud and read storybooks and all of that kind of stuff all of the time. And it really helped me out. And he told her that, you know, maybe you should have your son, you know, get him in, in, into comics so that that's what they, they kind of did. And so he was in line. His name was Daniel. He was eight years old. So he was in line with Alex and he was really looking forward to meeting Alex because his, his mom had been, been telling him about this guy who's also collects comics and, and, and that. So they were in line, you know, for several hours, and I'm sh- sure the conversations were all about different movies that we've seen and comics that we're reading, and and they were both in, in this this little boy was in and in, in, into the new Fifty Two. Mm-hmm. He, he was mm-hmm. calling it, you yeah. know, the the new DC line. So which was which was good for him because here's an eight year old. So the new Fifty Two gave him a chance to find out who the Justice League is and the Green Lantern is, and and from from a new starting point. Um, so he was he was you know doing all of that. So Alex had bought, uh, I, I, he had a Batman shirt on and a Batman belt, belt buckle that it, that he wore, and he had just bought a brand new Batman hat and a, and a keychain, you know, to go with him. So from talking with the you know with the little boy, he gave him his his Batman keychain and a hat that he had just bought to go mm-hmm. to go to the movie. And that little boy was one of the lucky ones. He was on the end of the row from where every everything was, and him and his sister were able to run out of the theater, you know, when everything was happening and he ran out of the theater with, you know, the new, you know, Batman hat that he just got from, you know, his new friend. You know that he had just met that day. Mm. You know, so yeah, that's a great story because uh, the reason I wanted you to tell is because it, it resonates with me so much because just, that's just kind of the person he was. I mean, when I was in line at my high comics, he didn't have to you know talk to me. He didn't have to say. He could just ignore me. But he was so kind, and he just literally just would sit there and talk to me. And then you had an instant connection with him, whether it would be movies or comic books or just him in general as a person, mm-hmm. and that made him uh, the kind of person he was. And so that story was like really really hit home with me I'm like yeah he, oh, would, yeah he would literally just talk to anybody in line and he'd be so gracious to anybody who talked to him and uh yeah so i love well, and that then, then i see i would hear those stories back i mean as um at his eulogy I, I i spoke about you know that i i, I never you know he would he would never have introduced you to me as well dad this is ryan he would say dad this is my friend ryan and that's how he introduced everybody to me. Hmm. And, and it would and, and, and the story would be, well, you know, I would say to him, you know, later on, well, Alex, you know, where did you meet Ryan? And he would tell me, oh, yeah, I met him in the line, you know, and, and he did tell me that <laughs> I met these guys in the line. You should have seen this. And I, I told the guys there at Mile High Comics, I, I don't know what he had more fun at. Whether it was to go into Mile High Comics on Thursday night or or Friday night, actually going to the Comic Con. I mean, he had a ball, you know, at at both of them. Yeah. But that was the story I told. It he would always introduce somebody 
to me as dad this is my friend you know this is my friend ryan this is my friend james you know these these are you know and i would ask him where did you meet him and and i knew i was going to hear another story dad this is my friend daniel who i mm-hmm. met while we were waiting in line to go and see the batman movie mm-hmm. and how i heard that story then was daniel coming to me while we were at the viewing and he told me the story mm. so that's how i met alex's friend daniel you know a week later and oh. i got i got the story one you know the other way yeah that's uh that's so cool you know and he alex would always say i mean on facebook he'd just say hey what's up <laughs> just just to say hi yeah. and uh, i would love his uh his tweets he would always send us tweets and uh, it was the first time what, what was cool is um, he kind of embraced us and I don't know if uh, I, I'm sure James feels the same way it was the first time it felt like we actually reached somebody Yeah. that not only did we reach him but they listened to us and they would comment on the movies we watched and they would really make us feel like oh you know what we do do a podcast and people enjoy it because Alex is telling me we're funny and, yeah. and stuff and it just it was just the, the greatest feeling to know and for some reason from him it just seemed genuine and that's what I really liked about him he's the most genuine person I think I've ever met, you know, he, he wanted to listen to why I was wearing a real nerds t-shirt. He didn't have to. No one else came up and said, Hey, what's the real nerds? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. most people just thought we worked at, at my high comics. comics. Cause our shirts are oh. <laughs> the same, but he, you know, he took the time to ask us questions about it and what movies do we like and what comic books do I like? If you know, I'm making fun of Nightwing, you know, who's your favorite comic character and can I um, make fun of him? <laughs> yeah. And then he, uh, we laughed because he said, Oh, we're both married. What are nerds doing being married? Because <laughs> yeah. it's kind of funny that, you know, sometimes there's a stigma of being a nerd is you're always alone. And, um, but you end up finding great people. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, that's what I really take from him is, uh, that. And he told me the movie brave sucked ass. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I think he might be the only person in the world who's ever said, a Pixar movie sucked ass and I respect it so much for it <laughs> <laughs> to have the courage to say brave sucked ass. Yeah. Loved it. No, no, I didn't. I didn't see that. Uh, and I still, I had of course wanted to, but apparently from the bad review, it, <laughs> it, it kind of moved down my list of movies I needed to see right away. Uh. But I mean, you know, of course I want to see a redheaded Scottish girl with, with arrows. That's how yeah. I want to see that. Yeah. See, I thought you it know? was cool, but yeah, I did too. But it was really funny when he, his next tweet to me was, it was like Big uh, Brother Bear meets Freaky Friday. And I stopped and I said, it totally is like that. <laughs> yeah. So now it's, uh, I'm like, is that movie as good as I think it was? I'm going to have to really think about it. I'm yeah. going to have to examine it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Is there uh, anything else you wanted to share with us, Tom? Um, you know, there's a story we maybe missed or... Um, uh... I don't know. Well, no, no, I think. I mean, well, I, I, I can, I can tell you guys as I, I told you when, when we, uh, when I saw you there at the, at the Mall Eye Comics. I mean, the, 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 the two stories you guys wrote, you know, right afterwards and stuff, really were two of the most heartfelt stories that I've, you know, I've read, and, 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 it, and it came from, from people who, who I know only, you know, met him for a moment, but you were able to capture, you know. You know, like I said, I mean, his essence, you really, you know, understood, you know, what that, uh, you know, what he was about in, in a real short period of time. And, and, and I, and I, and I know how conflicted you were with, uh, you know, with the, the, the media coming towards you to find out more that you knew and all of that kind of stuff. And you wanted to 
share, but you didn't want to, you know, get notoriety from 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 sharing. And and I can just appreciate it. And and we've we've shared those those stories with with so many of Alex's you know cousins and and, and relatives you know across the country, so that they you know you know could see that. And and I mean, you just really you know, really captured it. And, and I mean, you know, you just did a great job and, <laughs> and I, I really appreciate it. And, and so does everybody else who have, who've read it. And I'm sure you've, you know, heard back, you know, from them, but those were really two, you know, just awesome, you know, stories that you guys wrote there. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I, I, like we, yeah. Cause you're right. We didn't want the notoriety from it. Um, we really didn't. And it, it was so hard um, because we got calls from the wall street journal from, Anderson Cooper and things like that yeah. and, and the New York Times and um, the reason I, I wanted people to know that you know Alex was this great person you know it has nothing to do with us yeah you know just know that he was a great person and that this happened was horrible and um, and so I'm, I mean it, it, when you guys started sending us messages I mean I would go to bed and I'd start you know crying and my, my wife's like why are you crying I said well you know you know Alex's family is being so nice to me and they're saying these wonderful things and it just uh, it was it was a really interesting time. Oh, and we I, didn't do anything, yeah. Yeah, and I, it, I didn't feel like I I did anything. I was just explaining how great of a person he was from what I knew. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I just wanted to thank your family. I mean, Megan's been so nice to us. You've been awesome. And then, you know, his his friend uh, Brian. I know him as right. uh, Big Sexy because right. <laughs> that's how he started talking to me. And you know, everybody's saying so nice things. And um, it, I mean, it meant the world to me because it, it just really touched me. And, uh, I mean, it is is great, and so we really appreciate your guys um, with all that stuff. Well, too. I can I can remember Brian. You know, there we were. We were in the you know at Sullivan Central. You know, during all of this, there we were all in the backyard, and Brian had you know his phone or something, and he said, "Here, you know, this is something." I mean, we didn't. You know, I mean, I knew about you guys. I knew, you know, that. But, of course, I didn't know how to sure. contact. You know, I, I wasn't, you know, online to any, any of that type of stuff. And, and he pulled that up. And it was like, here's a story from the real nerds. And I'm, he stood in our backyard. And there, there's, you know, 20 people, you know, in our backyard at any time. You know, that's that's what, what was going on, you know, after this. There was a lot of people, you know, over-supporting us and, you know, at my house. And he stood in the backyard and read, you know, your article. And, I mean, there wasn't a dry eye, huh. you know, left, you know, and, 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 and then it was, okay, I need to get this to to someone else and it was bang you know however you know his 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 uh his cousins you know sent that that information out you know to other people so that everybody could read this because you know i'm talking on the phone to someone and would say oh there was such a nice article and i just couldn't do it justice trying to explain it to you you need to go check this out and and you know and read it yourself mm-hmm. you know i mean we i mean you know it, it sent it to you know had to read it to his grandmother. Mm. You know, I mean, it's like there's no way his grandmother is going to a podcast or checking out She's not going to check out someone's blog or tweeting sure. account or anything like that. So it was like, you know, here, Mom, let me read you this. And she was like, oh, that's really nice, you know. Mm. So, oh, wow. Thank yeah. you. Thanks. It's, it's <laughs> like when we started getting requests for like information cause we had the tweet and everything. Like we felt uncomfortable answering anything. We tried to do a little bit to deflect from us, but uh, at the same time there's that in the back of your mind, you're wondering like, are these people out to like profit off of this information? Like obviously they're journalists, so they're sure. going to get uh, notoriety from it. But 
it's like because one of the guys we talked to was asking like more questions that were not quite related to it like i don't know how to explain it like the one i don't want to I don't remember. They want to get inside of the theater. They wanted to know if if you knew anything inside of the theater. Like we said, everything we knew, and after we even told them, like we this is everything we know. They were still like prying. So I I was wondering on your end. Obviously, you probably had more um, contact with the media and everything. So I was wondering like how you dealt with it. Were you like eager? Did you sense anything like people getting too prying about it? So well, in in those sense, I mean. the, the the different stories that I've that I've told. I mean, we we knew kind of early on, and and I what 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 we wanted to do was tell people about Alex, mm-hmm. and and it was, um, you know, we just we wanted, and so that that's what we did. You know, I I I don't have. A, I mean, I'll talk about Alex, you know, until I you know my last breath, you know, and and it's it's only because you know he was taken too early i mean and and i mean you know little instances i mean you guys knew him for a sh- you know in 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 the big picture for a real short period of time i i, I read someone told me a story about um a guy who who met you know the strawberry um, milkshakes that alex made for him at the movie tavern he you know when when it happened and he recognized alex he put out there, he said, every time I went to the movie tavern, I would order a strawberry milkshake. And, you know, as the guy making it, you know how much ice cream and milk you have yeah. to put in one. And Alex always put extra in and poured it into the guy's glass. So he got those extra two pulls of the <laughs> strawberry milkshake and Alex would top it off. And so this, that's that guy's story. And that's the only time he met Alex and, and, and you know, yeah. thanked him and all of that. So it's those little stories you know, that you get out there and that, you know, and when you hear all of it together, it really gives you a picture, you know, of, you know, of who, who he was. And I would tell, I'll tell you any, I mean, I knew Alex going in. I mean, I, I can tell you everything that I know about him going into that movie theater. I don't mm-hmm. know anything that happened into the movie theater. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm learning some things, but that, that's not my story. Mm-hmm. You know, my story then is... The, the you know the kid that walked into that movie theater and you know didn't come home that night yeah. you know and and that's that's the story you know and someone wants to you know every once in a while they want to ask you know those questions i mean i know the cnn interview that you know i did with the guy he that was you know with megan and i talked to him for an hour and a half and it ended up being a a four minute clip yeah. you know and and the question was you're in the movie theater you know and that's you know, and 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 I I told him you know, there's nothing I can do about that, and this is how I'm going to celebrate my son, and we we moved on, you know, and yeah. that's you know that's that's what, you know, that's just what I'm going to do, you know. There's there's no, no bitterness, there's no anger, there's no, you know, vengeful, you know. I'm not yeah, I'm not going to turn into Bruce Wayne and and try to rid the world of crime, you know, because someone gunned down my son in a movie theater i can't you know i can't do that i mean this is this is real life so what i'm going to do is make sure that you know his sister and his mom and his grandmother you know can laugh again and and we can you know remember you know all the great things you know that he did and you know you know like i said i like one of the things i said to you guys you know i know people have questions you know Oh, I would have wanted to ask him this. Yeah. Well, I, I certainly can't speak for him, but maybe I can help you, you know, with some of the questions you might have, have asked him. And I can help me maybe answer those questions. 
Yeah. You know, and that's you know, I mean, that's yeah. He loved the Rocketeer movie and would watch it every time. And and uh, uh, you know, I was showing him here, Alex. They're coming out with new Rocketeer stories, and you know, he was like, "Wow, okay," you know. And that's, I think that's, that's what I, I really took from you too is uh, your strength through it. I mean, you're telling stories. I mean, you went and saw The Dark Knight Rises, and um, you know, and that I think it's great that your role you've kind of taken on this. No, no, no. Let's talk about how great of a kid Alex is. Yeah. And I think that's awesome because that's what we try to do in our article. We're like, you know, we're not sitting here. We're not going to give you sore details about him. This is what kind of person he was. And this is how awesome he was. And this is what you need to publish. You don't need to publish what happened that night. Right. How about you publish how nice he was and how much he loved Nightwing and how much he, he gave a kid, you know, a hat. Why don't you publish those stories? Because yeah. that's what it is. It's not this microcosm of what happened. It's this is what he was for his whole life. Yeah. Then that's what we need to focus on. And so you guys, man, I'm, yeah. I'm getting teared up because oh, that, yeah. that story you just told. Yeah. So, I mean, we really appreciate it. And I'm, we appreciate you being here. Oh, sir. No, yeah, thanks, totally. thanks yeah. for having me. I mean, and uh, you know, I mean, what a, what a great thing. I mean, you're getting to talk comics and movies and stuff all know, the right? time. I mean, it's, it's great, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so, yeah, so now that we have you here, too, you mean you mentioned that you got to still see movies because I'm pretty sure Alex would still want us to go see movies. Absolutely. So um, I'm glad that you're still seeing movies and yeah. that you're the you're the rock of the family and saying, hey, you know what? This is what we need to do. Well, I, I think that's something, you know, and, and I'll, I'll try to put something together for something because you, you we know. I mean, I'm sure you guys know you have friends or, or family who have said, you know, I, I just can't go to the movies, you know, anymore. And so we have to get through that. So if yeah. that means maybe we need to do something where, hey, you know. Let's go to the movie with Alex tonight and, you know, we'll bring a big, you know, we'll buy out the movie theater. I mean, I'm I'm sure we could do something like that. And mm-hmm. anybody, you know, and then publicize, say, hey, anybody who's having a problem, if you haven't been to a movie since since July 20th because of this, here it is. Mm-hmm. Come with friends. We'll all be there. You know, we'll line the place and we'll watch a movie together, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know. You know, the good wins out over this. We yeah. win good wins over evil. I mean, that's what our comics told us. Absolutely. You know, right. and that's and so that's what something we could do and, and just let everybody you know, don't worry about what it costs. Just come. You know, we'll we'll take care of it and, and if you had a problem and you can't haven't seen a movie since that day, you come and you watch the movie with us. Mm. You know, that's something we, you know, I'd love to try to put together and I'm sure we let yeah. someone know and bang, you know, they'll open up a theater and we can watch Batman or we can watch whatever, you know, with new is, is come out. You know, I know the guys at uh, uh, at at Red Robin because the, the, the story, mm. you know, that was told when the when the previews were on and the Superman two preview came out. You know, Alex rose up out of his seat and started applauding and cheering <laughs> because he knew next year at his birthday, Superman 2 was going to be out and he was going to get to go see Superman 2 then. Yeah. I talked to the, the, what I, well, mm-hmm. Jessica Galway's mom told me that's that story that there was a, a man down the row from from her who stood up and cheered and applauded when, when Superman 2 was on. Isn't it great and being I a fan said boy? to her, And I said to her, I said, that was, that was Alex. <laughs> Not a doubt and in my mind. I said, that was <laughs> Alex. And she said, she said to me, that was the last laugh that my daughter ever had. Mm. And I said, yeah, that's, that's who he was. You know, so I mean, that's, you know, so the, the, the kids at, at Red Robin have, you know, had said to me early on, 
next year when that Superman movie comes out, we need to go. Oh, yeah. I said, you bet we need to go. You yeah, know. it'd be awesome. You know what we should do is we should go and have everybody stand up when it starts and cheer in. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. Uh, right. Yeah. 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 Right. We get the whole theater. Yeah. We, we rent the whole thing. It's us. You know, I can make, we can make posters and, and yeah. we can certainly hook up with the comic book stores. You yeah. Know, and we can make sure everybody leaves the place with the comic and, uh, you know, and, 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 and get yeah. them going that way. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, we need to do that. I mean, good, good wins over evil. Absolutely. In yeah. our own little way, we can do it. Sure, and, and we could put it on the airwaves. We can we can add our voice to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that'd be fun. It would be. That'd be really cool. Yeah, okay. cool. Thanks, Tom, for stopping by. We really appreciate it. It was. Um, you're always welcome. Anytime. Um, we do this every Friday, and anytime you want to see a movie with us, talk about movies, comic books, um, you're more than welcome to. Excellent. Anytime. Thanks. It was fun. It was fun. I can do this all day. <laughs> we could too. I know. That's why when we first met you, I was like, "Oh, this is going to be. It's going to be easy to have him on the podcast." <laughs> yeah, he just goes. It's good. <laughs> it's going to be great. So, thank you. Special edition of Real Nerds Podcast, the Tom Sullivan variant cover. <laughs> 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 Thanks. Bye. Bye.